0: Ooh, what's up internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get Nerdy Nightly.
1: And we thought we'd share it with you.
0: That's true.
1: That is true. We we thought we would and, and we, are. we did and we have. And, and
0: we will continue to do so. <laughs> Um, welcome to a very exciting time in our lives. Yeah. We are sleep deprived.
1: Yes. That, that's not the exciting part though. No. No. I mean, it's been a very exciting, stressful, three but days. incredible, yeah, weekend. Um, yeah.
0: Friday, Claris Tracaris had her first <laughs> sponsored stream. Raid Shadow Legends deigned her worthy to be a... <laughs> Public face of the game, mm-hmm. which is so fun, and we like money.
1: <laughs> you know what? Hey, I I'll take it. Like being well, and- paid to play video games. Well, you, okay, I got paid if enough people signed up. Yeah. So if, if you haven't yet, let me know. Well, and I just <laughs>
0: yeah, we there's days left. So if you want to support us and you want to play Raid Shadow Legends, it was interesting when you first got that, and we were talking in the Discord with people about. Pro- you promoting that yeah and people were like well only do it if you like the game and i was sitting there like you don't know hmm. how many hours i put into that game because yeah. i i genuinely i enjoy it quite a bit
1: yeah no, you love it like you you're still playing it
0: what don't yeah if you want to start a, <laughs> if anyone wants to be in a guild with me let's do it let's go
1: <laughs> maybe i'll make one and it'll be the nerdy nightly
0: guild. the nerdy nightly guild Yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well because you know some of our some of our people play it and you know we had a lot of response to it some people were like oh well like i already play but like this is awesome and some people were like i'll you know absolutely support that Mm -hmm. and um it was really nice it was an interesting experience obviously a first yeah but um yeah really cool and it was really wonderful um there were people on twitch who saw that i was streaming and um came to help out you know offer advice
0: help me get through stuff yeah it it wasn't a game that i thought would have a lot of like streaming ability like because when i think of raid i think of it as that game i played on the subway for like a year of my life um (laughs) and i was like uh yeah do it because the game's great support it we want to be sponsored you know like there's all these reasons But then watching you play it, I was like, oh, this is actually like a great Twitch game because because like you can auto a battle Mm -hmm. and the game keeps going while you interact with chat. Yeah. And so it ended up being a really like good stream in that sense.
1: For sure. Yeah, it was really nice to, um, I mean, the struggle for me was like trying to take in all the information and learning the game Mm -hmm. while also keeping up with the, you know, with chat and everything like that. But If I was more familiar with the game, honestly, in that aspect, I think it'd be great. Because, you know, you can kind of let it do its thing. And, you know, if you want your audience to be able to interact with your choices, there's that side of it. Um, But it's fun.
0: uh, You know, having been on Twitch for a bit now, I'm realizing that um, games that audiences find fun are ones where the... It's either like you're very good at first-person shooters Mm -hmm. and like valorant and like those kind of things or it's a games where it's like what are we building like how are we making your character yeah and being a part of the character building process is such a big part of it Mm -hmm. and i think that a game like raid like you know you have the um like what what's my team gonna be yeah how how am i going to build the best four-person team because i it's the same thing i was streaming um stars old republic today mm-hmm. and there were people who were like oh yeah yeah i'm like writing guides on how to do this pvp thing yeah and i'm like it's so cool that you love this mmo so much that mm-hmm. you're like not only do i pay a monthly fee to these people but i also go to the internet and i spend my time creating a guide so that other people can experience it the way i do yeah and i think that like passion is one of the things i love so much about the gaming community totally. and a lot of that is in twitch
1: yeah yeah truly um, it's an incredible community and you know, not only with Raid Shadow Legends, they've been so supportive of uh, Of everything that we've been doing the last few days. We launched our patreon
0: the day after the sponsor stream patreon yep. day. patreon
1: launch Um, unfortunately, it was the day. We also woke up at 4 a.m yep. For a sunrise photo shoot, mm-hmm. but i've seen previews of the photos definitely worth it
0: Thank you. If you want to see a preview of the photo shoot, it is on the patreon now.
1: That is true. Yep. Yeah, I posted a little sneak peek. Um, yeah, definitely well worth it, but y- we were definitely feeling that sleep deprivation.
0: <laughs> yeah, even like a full day later, I got a good night's sleep last night, and today I'm still wiped. And today was a long day, so that's part of it. But... Yeah,
1: yeah, we also had a lot going on today. It's yeah. been a full weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we launched the Nerdy Nightly Patreon to <clears throat> so much support mm-hmm. and we're, you know, I think we're really, like, feeling the love and the community, and, um, yeah, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has, um, supported in any way that they can, um, who, who, who helped us, uh, kind of get here and, and find that, um, confidence to put ourselves out there in a way that is new mm-hmm. for us because mm-hmm. this was we were nervous
0: yeah and I, I think the nerves come from us you know I, I think there's like a thing in performers that are like especially actors who are conditioned to like wait for people to give them opportunities and i think i've said this before maybe on this podcast or maybe it was on the Patreon podcast but i i just feel like people coming out and being like yeah we support you and yeah you guys are great and yeah we want to be a part of this mm-hmm. gives me that feeling that i'm like oh i want to make more stuff i want to work harder mm-hmm. on this stuff because people like it and that's that sounds silly because like we should be working as hard as we can on everything we do in life well, like that's but like like ideally you would yeah but that's not realistic like you you kind of need that um you need that that voice in the back of your head that says like somebody wants this mm-hmm. go make the best thing you can for people because they want this and so what the support from the patreon and everything really really invigorated in me was this idea that like oh i want i want to wake up every day and like really buckle down on this stuff because mm-hmm. there are people who actually want this and enjoy it and like the the green brothers hank and john green i talk about them so much because I've, i'm so inspired by them all the time but <laughs> they talk a lot about how or uh, hank green was talking recently about how the th- way to derive value from life is by enriching other people's lives yeah and we're not you know we're not changing lives we're not saving lives but um just knowing that there are people who s- get a smile have some laughs yeah. maybe have a better day because of something we put into the world yeah that's like That is a much cooler feeling than (laughs) any financial support or anything like that. Like Absolutely.
1: You know, there have been people in our streams who, you know, sometimes will say, you know, things along the lines of, I love coming here because, you know, you guys, you do this and you have this community and everything about this just, you know, it makes my day better or it makes things easier or it makes me smile or laugh or anything like that. And it's... um a truly special feeling mm-hmm. you know to be able yeah. to to do that for people because we've said this time and time again we want to create spaces that are welcoming and open and where people feel like they have a sense of belonging
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and knowing that we're kind of doing that is yeah amazing
0: and i i think it's also just that like we are leading with positivity yeah and always. like we're going to continue to lead with positivity and our space is always going to be about um being positive and being mm-hmm. welcoming and being open, and you know, I I I keep saying like to everyone, and it's not really to everyone because there have been some trolls lately, <laughs> and I've had to drop the ban hammer a little bit. Yeah, because happens. the one thing we won't tolerate is harassment or you know, rude behavior. Yep. But um, the people who are consistent in our community are killer. Like we are, we have the They're most incredible. positive supportive blind seer i'm looking at you for all of the all of the support the patron support well getting us to to, yeah the other the third thing that happened this weekend is we got to 100 subs on youtube
1: yeah and we you know we want to thank blind seer for that because Mm -hmm. he was a huge part of that he pushed it on his own channel he pushed it on his channel harder than we pushed it on ours i know and i just like what an what an incredible dude i i can't
0: wait I, I really hope we can find a way to get him on the podcast because i really think that he would be a great person to talk to
1: yeah for those of you who don't follow his channel first of all you should incredible yeah, you really should blindseer is
0: like top-notch twitch content. top-notch
1: he's in, he's wonderful um second of all he is uh, i believe 80 percent blind yeah. Um. And is able to, uh, game and stream mm-hmm. and and make this content that he's passionate about. And um, you know that's incredible. Um. So you know, there's some like Skyrim and VR and stuff yeah. like that. And it's really interesting to watch. He is a wonderful person. Please go check out his channel.
0: Yeah, and I I think that he's, I I have a feeling he's gonna blow up, <laughs> just because he's like he's even more positive than we are yeah like he is he's truly. a role model for how to be like a good person online mm-hmm. and also for like the power of accessibility in video gaming yeah and i feel like he's really like um opened my mind up to the importance of that yeah
1: i would love to talk with him about yeah. that you know you're saying love to get him on the podcast that would be a really amazing conversation
0: i mm-hmm. think yeah, he's he, he's a he's an inspirational dude, and it, th- that mostly comes from the fact that he's just so kind. And yeah. And I just, there's times when I've been chatting with him in Twitch and stuff like that, where I'm like, oh, God, I need to be a nicer person, because, like, <laughs> like, this is the bar I need to be aiming for. Yeah. And I'm not always hitting, you know, honestly, like, I'm not always hitting that bar, and um, yeah, yeah. I just can't say enough kind things about him, and I just want to thank him so much for helping us get to 100 Subscribers subs Subscribers on, on YouTube. Which That's- means... We are officially youtube.com slash C, which means channel, slash, slash Nerdy Nerd nightly. nightly instead of u l l Numbers and letters yeah. and weird. It's been a big weekend for us.
1: It's been a, yeah, a huge weekend for us. Three big, three big things and the photo shoot on top of that. Yeah. It's Some
0: great streams, great yeah. peeps. Yeah. I started um, The Old Republic, the Star Wars game today. Yeah. On Twitch. And I've never played an MMO before, which is kind of crazy to me. No, that's why. You played lie. RuneScape? I, I played RuneScape and I played War, the Warhammer one, Oh! but it didn't do well and it didn't last very long. Oh, and I, gotcha. I think I got disillusioned with MMOs from that experience. Gotcha. Because I was a healer, but I didn't, I'd never really played an MMO before and I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. So I was like fighting and my friends were like, David, we're all dying. Stop using mm-hmm. swords and heal people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is your one role. Yeah. Um, But I, healer. i was surprised. Like I, I, I've only played probably an hour and a half of it and i really like it like the yeah the graphics are amazing for how old the game is totally the voice acting is really cool mm-hmm. like they did some great work and um i just i'm very excited to get into it i think i'm gonna be streaming that a lot in the coming star wars sunday weeks. star wars sundays I, i'm gonna be streaming it probably during the week too i think tuesday i'll probably play that yeah so do it. um yeah I, I yeah i love star wars so much
1: <laughs> i know as you wear a star wars shirt
0: as I do, yeah.
1: It's Star Wars Sunday. Star Wars Sunday.
0: Um, it's still Star Wars Sunday, but we're not here to talk about Star Wars because there's not really Star Wars stuff to talk about today. No, not really. the The news of the week. There's one thing I want to talk about with you. Oh yeah. I want to get your opinion on this because I think it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Not. It's actually not. <laughs> it's a totally normal thing. Okay. But I found out today, and you found out today, that. There is a Gaston LeFou prequel series coming to Disney Plus called Little Town. Yeah. What on earth could this possibly be about?
1: Um truly, I don't know. Unless it's to like uh kind of Maybe it's about the fact that they kind of like they that they were like, oh, LeFou is gay, and there it's gonna be like some kind of uh, like maybe it'll be about him. I don't really know, I don't understand. I don't
0: think that's possible because he's clearly not out in the movie. That's true, and Gaston dies at the end of the movie yeah so it's not gonna be a it's a prequel series i, I unless it's like the story of closeted Lefou- Lafu. <laughs> like i just
1: yeah I, I don't know and i'm very confused because honestly i'm just gonna say it that movie was not great
0: oh the the live action yeah. i i like a lot of it
1: there are things about it i like as a movie oh, as a whole i don't think it was good
0: and okay that's fair but i think as as i'm talking about things that i liked about it Mm -hmm. the two things i liked the most about it were luke evans and josh gadd as guest on the foo like i thought they were perfectly cast and i thought Mm -hmm. their interactions were funny and solid and really quite excellent
1: yeah yeah i would say they're definitely one of the better parts of the movie and and you know they yeah i think is a
0: handsome man Yes, Honestly, I'll watch this show just to watch Luke Evans do things with his sexy, broad shoulders and body. <laughs> like, do I sexualize men on this podcast too much?
1: Hey, I mean, you know what?
0: Should we have, a, should we have an episode all about Chris Hemsworth's pecs? Because I think I could do it. I could talk for an hour.
1: I, I No, I believe you.
0: We'll just go inch by inch. Yeah. Pixel by pixel. Um, no, the thing about this series that is the, is baffling to me and there's, I'm not saying that there isn't a way to pull it off. Like Disney has surprised me in the past. Mm-hmm. The But it's the fact that LeFou and Gaston are their worst selves at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And so...
1: What kind of arc could they possibly have?
0: And Unless they both start out as like truly wonderful dudes and we see how they become... Terrible? ...toxic masculinity encapsulated embodiment like (laughs) and and that's obviously more guest on than lefou but you know lefou supports and goes along with all of it it's not like he's innocent and no he
1: is a full supporter and like pusher of that
0: (laughs) yeah so what is the show couldn't tell you and and what is that show in 2020 you know what i mean like yeah it's just in in the time that we're in you're gonna make a show about white dude who has to stay toxic because of the movie that it leads up to yeah i just i'm 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 curious to see what the i'm curious to see who in the movie we're supposed to care about because yeah. emma watson isn't showing up yeah as bell right unless that's like the last the last shot of the series is bell and maurice moving into the town oh, which would be hilarious
1: yeah, but you, you can't just have a last moment. You, there has to be something in between there. And I truly, I don't know what that's going to be.
0: Yeah, and, and honestly, like...
1: Is it going to be a musical?
0: Is it going to be a musical? Is it going to yes, be like Gallivant? Yes, it's going to be a musical. Because the reason I saw about it was because Alan Menken was, is working on it.
1: Okay.
0: Which makes... which I don't know if that makes me more or less excited. Like, it's not even know. excited because I'm not... I'm not even excited for it. I'm confused no, so I'm, confused I'm not
1: but 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 now I'm thinking like what if it's something like Gallivant and that does make me a little bit excited.
0: Oh, you know what? <laughs> Disney, stop making the show right now. Yeah and give me a third season of Gallivant.
1: Yeah, truly. that's what that's what the people want. Gallivant was so good. I know I'm yeah mm-hmm.
0: Gallivant was one of those shows that they just scheduled wrong. Uh-huh. Like if Gallivant had come out on Netflix as mm-hmm. a Netflix streaming service, they could have run endless seasons of it because yeah. it's the most enjoyable show, mostly because Timothy Amundsen, who plays the king, is one of the most incredible delightful television actors. Yeah. Between Psych and Gallivant, that man deserves a statue in Hollywood that says Timothy Amundsen left his mark on the youths of America. <laughs> yep. Um, the dude truly. is truly, yeah, he's so funny. Mm-hmm. The the scene in Galavant where they are getting drunk to go on the secret mission and they get too drunk yeah. in the middle of the song to finish the song. It's incredible. He's like a perfect five minute piece of art.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My, I also loved like the opening of season two where they <laughs> where like they
0: explain season one. Yeah, it was... <laughs>
1: It was truly wonderful. I um the other person I love on the show is actually Galavant's sidekick. Um, I but I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't right. know the actor's name. He's so name, funny. But um, the two hilarious.
0: peasants, the cook and his wife. Yes. Tr- like there's so there's so uh, here. Okay, let's be real. If you give me something like Galavant, mm-hmm. maybe the show is is great. Yeah. If it's if it yeah I I guess that's the end. Like you have to make it comedy. And you have to yes. kind of make Gaston the butt of the joke, I guess. They'll have to introduce someone in town That's who... the thing.
1: There's got to be somebody that we're rooting for that is actually a good person.
0: But they all kind of suck. Like, that's kind uh... of what provincial town is about, is that they're all like, oh, that bell's so weird. A girl yeah. who reads. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the problem inherent in this is that you have set up a town that is sexist, misogynistic, paternalistic, like... The patriarchy yeah. is strong in yeah. this town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it um, before or after the beast becomes the beast?
1: No idea. It has to be after.
0: No idea. Maybe because everyone would be too young. Like Luke Evans wouldn't be Gaston. That's true. Twelve that's true. years ago.
1: Maybe Gaston didn't actually die, and it's a budding romance between the two of them as as Lefou nurses him back to health.
0: If they make
1: <laughs>
0: Gaston the show in which he realizes that he is so toxic masculine because he's overcompensating because he's in the closet, I will watch it 90 times. <laughs> um, I will read every YouTube comment about it because it will be the weirdest eclectic mix of things. Yeah. that's That show i genuinely want to see not yeah. because i think it would be good i no. think it would be it would it, it would be bonkers the work that it would have to do to make the premise work would be episodes of exposition yeah like how did you survive falling off of the castle maybe and it just cuts to him like hitting trees on the way down
1: maybe the witch saved him there's magic the, in the this world yeah that's right like there it's you know what it's a magical fucking world shit happens
0: i just i can't wait for them to be like all right who is in beauty and the beast that we have to talk about and they're like the baker and so the baker is gonna have the same tray in every scene yeah because the song and i they're just like because every time they make these prequels they're always jumping through hoops for stuff like that yeah and i just can't wait for them to be like marie the baguettes just every episode every episode yeah
1: yeah so oh we know who that is.
0: There's a librarian who's like nobody comes here yeah I've never seen anyone read any of my books yeah Oh man there's probably yeah. other news but like this is really all I wanted to talk about.
1: I mean I, I like I think I think I think we should write out what we think the show is gonna be.
0: We should create the show we should create it and, and we film, should it. film yeah we should film our like no In budget the version.
1: That that the the kids' playset will be our poor provincial oh, town.
0: Um, wow, that's yeah, that's something. The only other news story I saw that kind of was like bonkers to me was that Michael Jackson wanted to be Charles Xavier in the X Men movies, and when they were well, like, you you know he's an elderly white man, he was like, oh, I can wear makeup. And geez. when I read that news story, I was like, yeah, I can hear Michael Jackson saying saying
1: that. that. Yep. Yep yeah i'm i'm glad that didn't happen
0: well yeah because like, then it
1: would be weird to go back and watch it
0: i mean they're already kind of weird to go back and watch just because of like brian singer and brett ratner like the people who made the x-men movies are questionable true you're but the you people on screen aren't
1: yeah yeah
0: the stories about brian singer if true and they're all allegations like i don't know if any of it's true well i'm pretty sure it is mm-hmm. is insane the fact that the man has a tendency to just not show up for days of filming when he is the director is the most insane. Like like
1: what is, what does he do? He just does he like go, go on a like forest adventure? Maybe he falls through like the Narnia door and
0: I, I'm, I'm willing. I mean, I don't know. So I don't want to say, but also like drugs,
1: the Narnia door. What,
0: yeah. what drugs do you have to be on? He found Tumnus. To not go to the movie you're directing multiple, multiple times. days in a row <laughs> and like what blackmail do you have to have on the studio that they keep hiring you
1: i'm telling you it's narnia
0: narnia yeah yeah, yeah. he had to go save an alternate dimension yeah that's what that. if that was the case if that came out we would all have to forgive him right yeah like if it exactly. was like look there was an entire dimension that was at peril i had to save them here's proof irrefutable yeah. proof yeah we would all have to be like oh my god brian singer we're so sorry yeah <laughs> Rami Malek didn't mention you in his Oscar speech. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about the new Muppet show after a little break from our sponsor. We'll see you on the other side of this message. And we're back.
1: So we watched
0: Muppets Now. Yeah. Which sounds like it's its own streaming service. Like subscribe to Muppets Now. There's
1: another one.
0: Where you can watch only Muppet content i was on youtube today and i found or maybe yesterday all the days blur together i found a video where someone had recorded all of the first act of hamilton as muppets what yeah like kermit is alexander hamilton oh um angelica is piggy um burr is grover and i watched about five minutes of it and was like my brain hurts hurts yeah like this is so funny and i commend the person who made it for the effort but also like
1: but holy shit yeah
0: and i think it's i i I might be wrong i don't know who did it but i i pretty sure it's one person who does all of the voices of all the muppets wow and i'm like dude that is talent free time Yeah. That I don't have.
1: Yeah. Hey, maybe he is an artist who is also now unemployed like us.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a hard time putting about a 10-minute baking video every two weeks.
1: Oh, please. We do more than that. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, the new Muppets show came out on Disney Plus on Friday. And <laughs> I thought we were going to get to talk about like the whole series. Like I was excited to sit down and watch 8 to 10 episodes. But um, as Disney Plus has been wont to do they are putting out weekly and so we just saw the pilot and i gotta say (laughs) miss piggy is so violent
1: yeah wow like true truly um i don't know it kind of makes me a little bit uncomfortable i'm not gonna lie
0: yeah and and i think that she always has been yes and i just didn't as a kid and maybe it is like kids think that's so funny and that's why it's there and it's oh yeah but like as an adult watching it i'm like
1: yikes there was
0: there was a point where they did two sketches back to back where she hit somebody where she hit kermit and then oliver i think or i can't remember what like muppet from the muppet movies name is but (laughs) um uh it was like the two first two sketches and miss kermit miss kermit miss piggy hit I mean she wishes she was miss kermit um <laughs> miss piggy hit two people across the room yeah in a way that i was like wow what are we saying about like violence
1: yeah yeah um yeah not my not my favorite for sure i i i mixed feelings
0: about yeah i had mixed it. feelings about the whole thing yeah um because i love the muppets mm-hmm. and part of my mixed feelings i feel like are unfair Because I don't know that anything can live up to what the Muppets were to me as a kid. Yeah. And so if I was a kid watching this, I really wonder what my reaction would have been. Yeah. Um, Because there was stuff in it that's really great. I thought RuPaul's part on it was pretty funny. Yeah. And RuPaul is just such a, like. What a gem. Like national treasure. Yeah. Yeah. If there is a bunker where people are saved, if things go to crap. He
1: deserves priority. Oh, 100%. Mm Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm.
0: his message, before the joking of that scene started, mm-hmm. when it was a bit more sincere, his message was really, really sweet. And I love yeah. seeing that. Um, especially right now, like seeing a queer black man owning kindness and love and, and um, generosity of spirit like that in such a public platform. Yeah. And uh, The Muppets is a smaller platform than his own. RuPaul does not need someone else. To, no, you know, no, no.
1: But that whole allow people to love you as well mm-hmm. like idea I, I was like i don't know i well, guess and, i just never thought about it that way and he
0: said put in like he has to take time mm-hmm. to do the work of allowing people to love him yeah which is just like so inspirational mm-hmm. um but you know i i just that that was the the segment of the show that popped out to me is like i want kids to see that mm-hmm. like i want all kids to see that because i sure. think that those are the kinds of messages and um from a person of like a marginalized group who's made such an incredible impact on the entire world to see somebody like that giving out that kind of message i think makes the world a better place yeah and i just um so like there i don't want to say that the whole episode was off because it wasn't there were great parts of it yeah there was just like a weird violent touch at the beginning that i was like okay yeah miss piggy's very violent
1: yeah yeah and
0: the whole the whole slapping massage idea was violent
1: yeah i I, here's here's kind of the problem i have with it and you know this is i guess a bit heavy um but it's just kind of that i like i watch that and i'm like if if this was a different character who was a male Mm -hmm. this would be so incredibly inappropriate like why does miss piggy get a pass
0: yeah i think that's fair i think that's a fair question to ask
1: yeah i just you know i i don't think that the joke in a sense is worth it because like i didn't really grow up with the muppets in the way that you did i've seen it obviously and Mm -hmm. you know it's like oh this is great but you know, if that's a thing that's huge in your life when you're growing up, I don't know what kind of message that really sends. Especially in a world where we are trying to create equality between all people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, And, you know, spells of abuse and domestic violence, it, it goes both ways. You know, there are oh, men who yeah. are victims of that. And I just... It sits with me the wrong way. It, it I, I don't like watching it because that's all I can think about is that, you know, if this were, if this were reversed, it would be so frowned upon. um And like putting it in a kid's show like that, um, I yeah, it, it, it doesn't sit right with me.
0: Yeah. And the, the violence that I remember from like Muppets back in the day was so cartoonish. Yeah. Like Kermie or, uh, Kermie, um, piggy doing karate was like uh was so outlandish yes whereas this didn't really feel outlandish it felt very like personally it, it felt very grounded in a way and i think part of it is that yeah, she t- like beat up that masseuse woman. like but the woman the masseuse also beats her up first
1: yeah comes in and like does a, a face massage where she's slapping, slapping her
0: but doesn't but she doesn't slap Tay take so the joke is that she's the, Miss Piggy's like a slap massage I don't want that then she sees Tay Diggs get like this light feathery touch and she's like oh I do want that and then the woman beats the crap out of Miss Piggy yeah And I, I, I was just like the joke of this is, <laughs> is like assault yeah and I don't know that I love that mm-hmm. and then the in the the second scene when he photobombed when the Oliver or I, I cannot remember I his name I'm sorry and they didn't say it in the episode um when he photobombs miss piggy miss piggy's reaction is to turn around and sock him so hard that he flies across the street into a bush yeah and i was like i, I just yeah I... like piggy has so many flaws and <laughs> truly they're great and i appreciate the way that they use them to tell a story about being a better person mm-hmm. but you don't also have to make her violent towards everybody for anything yeah like that and part that's part of my problem for it. It's not warranted violence, and it's Miss Piggy's way of dealing with people that she sees as beneath her, yeah, um or people who have caused her any minor inconvenience, yeah and it's it it, it it was so unexpected to me in this because everything else about it is very 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 g it's not even pg like it's a very g show, yeah. And then that was like, what? Why? Like yeah. honestly, I was like, why? Yeah, I what mean, does it accomplish.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing is I'm kind of like, uh, not good enough. You know, you, yeah. you, There's other, you can make other jokes. There's other that like you can do other things, you know. And if and if and if your joke is that Miss Piggy is like incredibly strong or something like that. You can direct it towards maybe like inanimate objects. Maybe she like punches the hood of a car and it like <laughs> flies. With, you know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to like tr- like assaulting other people for inconveniencing you.
0: There's been this weird trend with the Muppets lately. And the ABC Muppet sitcom a few years ago did this too. Where it's the people writing the Muppets now seem to be people who make television. <laughs> and they always have to write in. The process of making television into the show. Yeah. Like, the premise of this episode is that um, I can't remember his name, Scooter, is uploading the episode because it's due and it has to go up on Disney Plus, and everyone wants to make notes last minute. Yeah. And so there's all this, like, behind the scenes talk that I'm like, nobody knows what you're talking like. Yeah. first of all, you can't change the graphic as it's being uploaded. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> what is happening? And there's also, so there's this weird trend to make the Muppets about the making of television, which I've never understood because Muppets are for kids and kids kids don't don't know how television is made.
1: And they mostly probably don't care. You know, I'm sure there's this group of kids maybe who is like a niche group of kids who's like going to grow up to be filmmakers. And it somewhat intrigues them. Me as
0: a child being like, how did George Lucas make asteroids? (laughs) Yeah. Totally. No, I get that. But the, the yeah, but it. It, so that that plotline just keeps coming back in Muppets things, mm-hmm. and it doesn't add anything because yeah. the Muppets don't make television; yeah. they are the stars of the show. Yeah, and that's the thing that's like been very confusing to me for the last few Muppets iterations. The other thing is the like cynicism around the Muppets is so striking, mm-hmm. and it's not just Miss Piggy's violence; like the Swedish Chef sketch. It was so weirdly negative. Yeah. And then at the end when he's like, oh, no tip, no tip. And the Swedish chef is demanding. The only comprehensible English that character says in the entire sketch is that he doesn't want to tip the delivery man. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you? Yeah. Like, I, what does this cynicism do for the Muppet brand? Yeah. Like, what, what are you saying about these characters? Yeah. The Swedish chef was always like, oh, this like delightful person that you can understand. Yeah. And it was funny. And he like threw things together into a thing. Yeah. And used to have felt puppet hands. And now he has human hands, which is super weird it's in the close-up very shots. very weird. Very weird. And is also a dick.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And maybe, maybe they're mm-hmm. like, well, throughout the season, we're going to explore how the Swedish chef became too famous. And I'm like, I don't need that. I want a delightful guy and his chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe, and, and honestly, a lot of this might be my own fault because I don't want the Muppets to become something that they aren't to me.
1: But here's the thing: is like I, I think they're just not moving in the right direction. You know, if they're if they are trying to to grow or change or progress or anything like that, I think they're kind of and they're not quite hitting the mark. You know, because they, they you know they could stay as they always were, and and this is what we do. But you know, um it feels like they're trying to move it forward but it's not going forward it's kind of
0: it's yeah (sighs) it feels like they're just trying to add in things for adults yeah they're 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 too adult yeah and i i'm just i you know i'm i'm gonna check out more episodes of the show because i love the muppets and you know it is a pilot and pilots are always hard Yep. You know, first episodes of seasons are always difficult. It's never easy to introduce a new show. Mm-hmm. And so I, I definitely want to give them the benefit, benefit of the doubt and, like, see where this goes. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just... It, it, it was a rocky start to a new Muppets show, especially after yeah. the last Muppets show was such a, like... Not disappointment, because actually I, I enjoyed it. It was well made. it But also, like, it was also baffling and, like... The whole plotline of kermit and piggy having broken up and so now kermit is seeing other pigs was such a like <laughs> i don't really want to know the dating life of these felt puppets like yeah. i'm not interested in them having one night stands yeah I, it's a weird thing yeah um and so i'm hoping this show i want it to be more of a kids show honestly like i want the muppets to be like i'm gonna put my nephew in front of the tv and they're gonna learn a lesson and it's going to be good for them. And not mm-hmm. like, I'm going to put my knife in front of the TV and then have to explain to them that when you're upset with someone, you don't you hit don't them. don't hit them. As your first reaction. Yeah. Um, or that I'm going to have to explain to kids that you should tip your essential service workers in the middle of a pandemic.
1: Truly. Uh, <laughs> right
0: now felt like the weirdest time to put out that joke. Like yeah. this moment in history that we are currently in, like the idea of not tipping delivery workers when they're putting their lives on the line so that you can have... Your fucking Taco chicken. Like, like, yeah. You are... It just felt so out of place.
1: Yeah. It was an interesting choice.
0: Maybe it wouldn't have felt so out of place if we weren't living in a world where, like, we're talking about delivery drivers as if they are saints just yeah. for doing their job. Yeah. Well... Not just for doing their job. That sounded dismissive. I, I genuinely... What I meant to say was that they are genuinely putting themselves at risk for people... For a lot, especially for people who can't go out and get stuff.
1: Yeah, you know, if people are um, uh, at risk yeah. and, you know, can't really go out. Does How they're...
0: many immunocompromised people do we know just within our, our bubble? Our circle, yeah. Like, it's, it's wild. And so it just, yeah, especially with everything going on in the world right now, it just felt like a weird time to take a dig at de- delivery drivers. I was like, maybe don't. Yeah. No.
1: yeah, truly. Yeah, wild. Truly.
0: Although I will say... The woman in that scene, I wish I knew her name off the top of my head. Caroline Will, I think. Oh. I hope I got that right. Yeah. She made the most delicious looking food and I want that Caribbean chicken. That looked, (laughs) the plantain mango pineapple skewers that she made. I was looking at it like. I want it. And I think it was partially because I'm fasting right now and I haven't had like sugary things, but. God, that food looked good. Truly. Oh.
1: Oh man.
0: I want food. Soon,
1: only, I know. um, like twelve more hours, thirteen hours. Yeah. Thirteen hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. I, you know, when I when I was like, let's talk about this on the podcast because I love the Muppets so much. I was really hoping that I was gonna be like, this is it. This yeah. is the Muppets show I've been waiting for for years. And um, if you love the Muppets, the Muppets are on Disney Plus. And you can go watch their adventures from the past, which w- are probably problematic in ways that I don't even know, because um, everything is these days. So,
1: well, it's you know it's one of those things as well. Where, like, because if if you haven't seen some of those like Muppet things since you were a child, you're not gonna remember it. Like you don't look at it with the same eyes that you do that you would now.
0: Well, and things that I would now think are inappropriate weren't when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, you know they were I mean? socially like, acceptable. There are a lot of episodes of television from my youth that mm-hmm. I watch, and I'm like, "Wow, this is racist." Yep. Um, old Looney Tunes cartoons. I mean, like, truly, if you watch old Looney Tunes cartoons, it's wild. Yeah, and I'm glad they exist. Um, I I really like what I think it's HBO Max. We, we don't have access to it in Canada, so I haven't actually yeah. checked it out. But on HBO Max, they put them out and they're like, look, these were created in a different time mm-hmm. and they exist in the format that they do. And we've decided to put them out unedited because this is what we made. And it is worth them existing so that we can chart the progress of human history.
1: Yeah. And so that you can own up to that. Because <laughs> yeah. if you if you don't take ownership of your past mistakes, you you truly can't grow from them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like,
0: and, I, and I think that there's value in us being able to look back and go, hey, look, even our cartoons were racist. Yeah. If you want to talk about how we have racist adults, let's look at the content that we were putting in front of them when they were kids. Yeah. And yeah. let's do better. Yeah. And let's make anti-racist children's programs so that the next generation, when their parents aren't hopefully teaching them well, if their yeah. parents pop them in front of the TV for an hour, let's make sure that what they're plopped down in front of is... Teaching them how to be better, yes, and and teaching them values. And you know, I look back on a lot of my programming that I watched as a kid, and a lot of it was about values. Power Rangers is about values. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they're they're they morph and they fight and yada yada yada. <laughs> but the morals in the episode are: don't be greedy, learn how to share, work as a team. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that kind of kids programming, but also that is: hey, don't be racist. Yeah don't discriminate against gay people. You know, I want to see the children's programming. And I know that, you know, people on the right will call it the leftist agenda. But <laughs> I, I want to see children's programming that teaches, hey, give a shit about other people. Yeah, it's, be a good person. And it's it's the, it's the bottom of the barrel, I know. But like, let's start there because we're not there right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of work um, to, to try and make up for and own up to like terrible things that have happened in the past. And, you know, I think a huge part of that is teaching the next generation to be better, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and really giving them a solid foundation to work from. Um, and you know, if that comes in the way of when they're kids, if that, if that shows up as shows up as their favorite television show, teaching them about respect and love uh, great. I'm, I'm all for it. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, I just, I, I think that what it boils down to, to me is that this episode of the Muppets didn't meet that bar for me and I'm, I'm disappointed in that. Yeah, because Um,
1: it's, you know, do better. We, we can do better.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that, and and you know, I'm sure people say that we're overreacting to it, but yeah. I, I I genuinely believe that there is a version of this episode that didn't involve just that hitting that I would have enjoyed a crap ton more. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have been thinking about the fact that if I showed this to my nephew, I would have to explain to him that hitting is bad. Yeah. And weirdly this episode, that's i think that's one of the weirder parts of it mm-hmm. is that there is no consequences yep. for Piggy's pig's actions
1: yep nobody even like cares nobody says anything to her when it's when just like she fine. hits
0: oliver or whatever his name is into the bush mm-hmm. kermit turns to camera and says the lesson learned not verbatim obviously but he basically is like oh well you learned the lesson don't photobomb piggy yeah because if you do you get hit yeah which- and it's your fault Like, weirdly, Kermit the Frog victim blames the guy who just got punched across the room because he photobombed a a, a cell phone picture, which is the easiest thing in the world to recreate. Yeah. Of all the minorest of inconveniences, Mm -hmm. it's truly the smallest thing in the world. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's very striking to me that this show made the decision to not not reprimand her like or acknowledge, it, acknowledge, it, acknowledge even. it yeah like even
1: say this is bad in any way shape or form it was it was very much the opposite of that it was totally fine
0: yeah oh when she beats up the old woman to is like where'd that old woman go and big like i don't know yeah and she's pummeled on the ground at their feet yeah like <laughs> what's yes. happening very
1: interesting choice
0: it, yeah and yeah it honestly like in the watching of it bugged me yeah I turned to you when it happened. I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, you like, and
1: I like looked at each other and we were like, "What?"
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that the series will get better as it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it tightens up. Seeing Tay Diggs was fun. I love Tay Diggs. Yeah, I love all the guests. Yeah, the guests um, are great. Um, who was the other one? Um, oh my God, I'm not gonna remember her name.
1: The uh, the woman in when yeah, her name like coriander,
0: but it sounds like that.
1: God, I don't remember. She was funny. She yeah. I, I, I I'm very good at faces and I'm bad with names, so I can yeah. picture her right in front of my eyes, but
0: Yeah, no, I think um I think overall like I enjoyed a lot of it and there were just parts of it that I was like, Oh I can't I can't show this to my nephew. Yeah. And that is that's a shame for a Muppet show that I'm like, you know what? I, I don't I I don't think that I'll put him in front of this one. Yep. Totally. And for future episodes, I wouldn't put them in front of it without watching it first. Yeah. Because I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. If this is the way that you treat violence in the first episode Mm. of your children's program.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is if you're going to at least have something like that, there needs to be some acknowledgement or consequence or or something. Yeah. I think it was just poorly handled.
0: Yeah. Very, very confused. Mm Mm-hmm. Um And, you know, I don't really say that about mm, Disney very often. Disney mm-hmm. usually the one who's like, their children's content is children's content. And they, yeah, it, 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 yeah, yeah, it was, it was just a surprise, mm-hmm. honestly. And, th- and more than anything, I was surprised. I was sitting there going, oh, wow, I did not expect to be uncomfortable <laughs> with this. Yeah um wow i didn't expect honestly when even when, even after watching it, i was like i didn't expect it to be this kind of conversation about it
1: yeah no me neither I thought we were gonna be more positive yeah there was funny jokes that yep yeah, there were there were
0: yucks good if you will
1: moments in it um
0: i liked um the pig in the rupaul scene oh it was yeah harold maybe I,
1: something like that
0: he that bit was funny yep and RuPaul played it like a champ. Yeah. Um RuPaul RuPaul crushed. Oh yeah. Honestly, start start of the episode was RuPaul. He was f- yep. he was the funniest part. He is delightful. His yeah. laugh never fails to bring a smile to my face. Yeah. Truly. Like truly uh, top 10 laugh right there.
1: And like I I don't think you do, but like neither of us even watch Drag Race or anything like that, but he's just I've like I've
0: seen one episode of Drag Race. Same. I <laughs> You know what's funny about it? What? I actually quite like the drag bits. Um, yeah, I really enjoy the the pageantry and the costumes, the lip sync for your life. I'll watch highlights of Drag Race on yeah. like Facebook. I. Don't like the sniping and the undercutting. Yeah, that's and like the what sitting around complaining me, about people.
1: Yeah, that's that's what turns me off of the show.
0: But it's the same thing. But it's the same thing I don't like about ba- the Bachelor and yeah. Big Brother. Like I don't really watch any of those shows.
1: I just I don't care to like watch other people like shit talk other people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: Well, I I don't it's negativity I don't need in my life. <laughs> I
0: used to say that I don't watch any reality TV,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know what? That's not true. I love baking shows and I love blown away on Netflix. Yeah. The glass blowing show. Mm-hmm. I, there's reality TV that I love. And when I love reality TV, it's because it is passionate people doing something they're good at. Yeah. And, and usually
1: supporting one another, even though, though they're supporting one another competing
0: British bake off, Canadian bake off. They're like, Oh my God, how can I help you? Yeah. Because
1: even though they're in a competition,
0: but that person succeeding or no, that person completely failing is not satisfying to anyone. No. They're like, I would rather my dish beat yours on merit yeah. than my dish beat yours because yours wasn't finished. Yeah. And so when the shows become, all right, and now we're going to cut to two minutes of who hates who in the back room. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm that's that's where you lose me. And, and I totally get that that's that there are a crap ton of people who love that. Yeah. And I don't want to say that, like, I think that that's... I don't want to say it's bad or anything. No, it's
1: just not our vibe. Like...
0: Uh, it's just not something that I... I, I it's not something I enjoy. And yeah. And RuPaul is... I've, I've only seen one episode of RuPaul. Mm-hmm. And I turned... I was in um Tally Ho, a gay bar in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, after a performance of The Wizard of Oz at the Fulton Theater. <laughs> and... I was the most dressed person in the bar, because um, everyone was there for RuPaul night. Yeah, And <laughs> if you've never been to a gay bar, you don't know what I mean by that. But if you have been to a gay bar, you absolutely do. Um, and I turned to my friend after RuPaul like read someone to filth, which is, I'm probably using wrong, but maybe I'm not. No um, idea. And I was like, oh, I get it. He's better at this than anyone. And my friend Mm -hmm. was like, yes. Yeah. Because like he managed to say in one sentence what it would have taken someone else five sentences to say Mm -hmm. just with tone. And I was like, I, I get why this person is an icon. Yeah. That is a level of, he has a level of charisma Mm -hmm. that like you don't like when I think of RuPaul and I'm like, how did RuPaul succeed? It's because he lives in that level of charisma that I only see from like the Oprah Winfrey type people. Yes, like those people that it's you're like truly special. I could watch you every day talk for an hour on television, Mm-hmm. and it would make my life happier.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, truly. Um, he just
0: has that about him, mm-hmm. um, and I yeah, it's 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 amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. He's he's yeah, his like soul is on the outside of his body, in a way, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. That is just mesmerizing.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. I did not expect to gush about RuPaul this much yeah. before we watched The Muppets. I was like, when would we ever talk about RuPaul and Nerdy Nightly? And here yeah. it is. Here it is. I'm an unapologetic lover of RuPaul. Yeah who doesn't watch a television show
1: but hey you know what it's we we support it anyways
0: i watch the highlights i watch the lip syncs because they're 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 very entertaining all right and the 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 the, i've almost said costumes but they're not really costumes the outfits Mm -hmm. what is the right word i don't know Mm -hmm. i've been to far too many drag brunches not to know what the word for that is
1: um, I have not. I'm like the only person in my friend group who does not watch Drag Race.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I'm talking about like real drag brunches. Like where you, you eat brunch while there's a drag queen like performing in the room. Oh, That's a very popular thing in New York. And okay. I'm not going to lie to you. Highly recommend. Really? Yeah. If you have a group of friends that loves drag,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm not the person to go with. Because I'm, I enjoy it. Yeah. But it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. You need to go with people who love it.
1: I'll take mention just then.
0: perfect <laughs> and it's very it's a it's a very very fun way to eat brunch,
1: okay all yeah. right
0: especially if you're if you're someone who doesn't want to talk all that much but just wants to like day drink yeah with entertainment <laughs> drag brunch is the best way to do that
1: fair, I love it
0: oh God, I miss brunch I miss day drinking there's so many things in that <laughs> sentence that I miss I even miss drag queens yeah just because like you know you were there and there was a group of people in a room together enjoying something
1: yeah pre-covid
0: pre-covid truly pre-covid who would have thought that a word like covid would become one of the most used words in the day-to-day lives of every single person on the planet within a month
1: yeah not me
0: i want like i'm sure there are places in the world where they're not really aware of it but in every like mass populated country the word COVID probably comes out of almost every single adult in the country's lips every single day. Yeah. And it's a word that I had never heard before March twelfth.
1: That's not true.
0: No, I hadn't. Beer. COVID?
1: Oh, COVID. I was why was I thinking corona?
0: No, no, no. I'm saying COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like the word COVID.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corona coronaviruses I'd heard of. And Corona beer, obviously, I had many of them.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Mostly because I was like, well, if everyone on Fast and Furious drinks it, I should drink it.
1: I, I mean, I, I sh- I'm supposed to like this, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Dom and Letty drink Corona, I need to drink Corona. I better
1: be drinking Corona. family. Wow.
0: <laughs> oh, you've never seen Fast and the Furious? No. You have no idea what I'm talking about.
1: No, I'm sorry.
0: I can't think of a better place to leave this very, very fun um, edition of the Nerdy Nightly podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for pining with me, Clarus.
1: Yay, anytime.
0: Ariel, my sweet love, <laughs> where can people find you on the internet?
1: Um, Pretty much, I mean, on Nerdy Nightly, but I stream at Clarus Dracaris on Twitch um, and on Instagram as well at Clarus Dracaris.
0: Yep, and I am at Nerdy Nightly everywhere um which is not me because we share those accounts but yeah it means, it's weird
1: well no i mean the twitch is mostly just you sometimes we co-stream
0: so we're making it very complicated
1: we are just just just, just follow, follow nerdy nightly i'm there nerdy nightly everywhere because Fo- why not i
0: have dear david Web web as well for my acting stuff if you're interested but why would you be there's no acting going on right now <laughs> it's true check that out next year when theater and film returns hopefully um <laughs> yeah truly uh if you are inclined to check out the patreon there is a bonus podcast up there this week and will be every week yeah around the nerd table uh that's available at every tier and there are other things available at the higher tiers mm-hmm. if you're already a patron and you're like when is more stuff going up on patreon probably right now <laughs> uh, as you're speaking we're working on it so yeah, i hope that you enjoy that and uh as we always say my name is david webb i'm Arielle edwards do something nerdy tonight <laughs> Bye. bye